Hello, I'm Angeline Ong and welcome to IG's Trading the Markets podcast. Here to discuss the outlook for metals like gold, zinc and copper is John Mayer, partner and mining analyst at SP Angel. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, how should investors uh, play this space given uh, China's reopening, China being a huge consumer uh, of uh, uh, metals uh, is, is still rather slow? We still think that investors should focus on the battery metals because of, of the electric vehicle revolution and the number of electric vehicles being planned and manufactured around all, around the world and the, the battery packs that need to go into those electric vehicles. So, yes, the world has been slowing a bit in various places. Manufacturing has been hit by problems with logistics chains. And that's that's despite the, um, the easing of lockdowns in China, really because lots of people have been getting COVID, lots of people have been getting flu. Now, a lot of that is over and done with now. And and we can see the first green shoots of, of recovery in, in the Caxin PMI numbers in China, uh, in Japanese, um, Japanese economic uh, development. We're also expecting further stimulus to come out of China with the government already asking banks to regional banks to cut their uh their, their deposit loan rates um to um uh just to, just to, to help help the help to stimulate domestic demand and i think the government will also be um pushing infrastructure projects as they always do when things slow in china they'll be they'll be pushing that agenda again with quite a lot of show, uh flagship projects still still to be um still to be developed at the same time yes the us has been slowing a bit but it's not slowing that much labor growth is still labor employment is still good in the us and while they're still the fed is still focused on holding inflation back uh and we're now referring increasingly to sticky inflation in the west i don't think that is such a problem uh it's just as long as the, the inflation is is on a downward trajectory as we see now that means that actually everything's on a reasonably even keel yes more pain is going to be felt as more more mortgages transfer onto higher rates so that is that is a cloud on the horizon but in the meantime metals consumption actually isn't looking that bad and just um talking about um consumption certainly in the uk we have seen uh, a pause. There was a pickup in the number of vehicles being changed to EVs, but now there seems to be a bit of a lull. Uh, when are we going to see the next wave of this come through? So electric vehicle sales were rising all through last year to a crescendo in, in December. They pulled back a bit in January, February because, the, uh, because certain um, incentive schemes fell away. In fact, very good to see in uh, March and April these these figures picking up again. The world is now buying something over a million EVs a month at the moment. There were just over 10 million EVs sold in the world last year, uh, with the global fleet rising to over 20 million EVs. I would have thought that global fleet will be up at something like 35 million EVs by the end of this year. And if you consider that they generally drive something between seven and 11, sorry, 9,000 to 11,000 miles uh, a year each, um, that starts to displace our oil consumption quite fast. 
because uh, the more of these EVs you've got in the world, I mean, yes, it's only maybe one and a half, two percent of the global fleet right now, but I think that's going to well, that that that's gaining pace, uh, and certainly with restrictions on gasoline and diesel sales in place in many countries now, I think that will the the, the take up of EVs will will accelerate. And in fact, I was seeing a uh, visiting an electric vehicle manufacturing plant yesterday. That, so um, where where orders are are coming in thick and fast. So uh, yes, I think that this you know the the tide is not for turning when it comes to electric vehicles. I think the take up is going to grow, and the metals that that need to go into those those cars, those motors, those battery packs uh, are going to see very strong demand going forwards. John, tell us a bit more about this uh, UK-based uh, EV manufacturer that you visited recently. Tell us about the innovation. Are batteries getting lighter? We certainly expect batteries to get uh, become uh, de- have a greater power density and definitely to get lighter. And there's been fantastic innovation in the UK. Uh, we were recently working with a, a lithium sulfur battery company making high-capacity batteries. Uh, yes, yesterday I visited a relatively small manufacturer. Uh, that is working on on the installation of uh, of motors and battery packs into vehicles. So good things start from small beginnings, in my view. And the UK certainly is, it might not be leading the way in electric vehicle manufacturing at the moment, but I think it certainly has the capacity to catch up quite quickly uh, with the, within the correct environment. So yes, it's it, it's still, this is still happening around us. And, and the important thing is the demand is there from the consumer to make this happen. At the same time, um, we can't um, take the story apart from the wider uh, living cost of living crisis that's happening out there, uh, John. Um, many, many uh, analysts and economists have uh, have said that um, prices are going to be weighed um, as um, consumers and companies struggle uh, with this uh, higher cost and inflation. What kind of time frame are you looking at in terms of a real bounce back in demand for things like uh, copper and nickel and zinc? So the, it's it's going to be a bit of a mixed approach, I think, for for another another few months. Uh, we've all been we're all a bit surprised that copper prices have come back at this level. Yes, the Chinese stopped buying copper, and I think that was because they they were surprised at how COVID impacted the real world in china once they once they really opened up uh, i think they had a lot of uh covid and flu related disruption and and that 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 causes problems with logistics chains and we hear this time and time again that it's been slow getting critical components in not just in china but all but all over the world that now is easing so margins i think and certainly margins are improving for manufacturers in many places and yes, I think as, as everything gets going again, copper prices will start to rise. Nickel is is affected by the fact that Chinese manufacturers have, have been switching to LFP batteries. That's lithium iron phosphate. That doesn't they don't use nickel in those batteries. But in the West, we tend to use NCM, nickel, cobalt, manganese, uh, and that uses lots of nickel um, and lots of li- all these batteries use lots of lithium, which is important. Although lithium is a very light metal, so the tonnages are not high in each battery. But uh, but in fact, because nickel and and carbon are so so heavy, they they, they make up the large the the the, the, the large, greater proportion of the mass in a battery. So let's not forget that uh, graphite, which is the carbon part, 
is increasingly important and and increase. I think will increase in value in the way that lithium has increased in value going forward. So uh, those are things for investors to really, I think, focus on is is the lithium and the graphite rather than the nickel right now, because battery chemistries are heading in 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 their favour. John, gold is also well traded on the IG platform. Just want to pick your brains on uh, gold prices, uh, given it's been trading in a narrow uh, band as uh, the uh, Fed uh, pause uh, bets uh, increase as well. And we've had mixed uh, economic data out of the US. What's your call on gold? Well, if the US dollar starts to weaken and if the Fed uh, starts to ease off on interest rates, then, then gold prices ought to rise. There's been a great deal of uncertainty in the world with the the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Uh, that uncertainty is still there. So gold has an important part to play within, uh, you know, it, it is the, the, the most secure global currency around. I mean, pe most people still use uh, the US dollar for their transactions. But at the end of the day, gold is what really backs uh, many asset classes. And I think gold is, is, is still in favour. And if anything, we see gold prices continuing to rise through this environment. So as the US dollar starts to, to reach its peak and then, and then fall away, yes, gold prices should do better. And uh, finally, a quick comment uh, on oil, uh, if I may. As you mentioned, uh, Russia and Ukraine, we've had that uh, recent uh, uh, news about the uh, dam. Um, where do you see oil heading, given the recent OPEC plus move, given uh, the Saudi lollipop that we've just seen, and uh, given that this all affects the EV market as well. Well, so Saudi and OPEC Plus are really just trying to cope with the flood of oil coming out of Russia. Uh, Russia is is selling as much as it can in order to pay for the conflict in Ukraine. It's got a lot of uh, soldiers that need to be paid, uh, a lot of families that need to be compensated for the, the loss of their loved ones. And... India and China are buying discounted Russian oil as, as, as fast as they can. Uh, and OPEC realizes that there is there is a surplus. They need to deal with it. And at the same time, because of the the increasing number of electric vehicles on our roads, uh, you know, we're not using quite as much oil and gas as, as we were before. So, yes, OK, these are Western. This is more displacement of oil and gas uh, on the, in, in the West. Um, but OPEC Plus has to cope with that. So uh, that's why they're cutting, they're cutting production where they can in order to try and maintain prices in what has been an oversupplied market. Interesting stuff. Thank you so much, John. John Meyer, they're talking oil, copper, gold, nickel and zinc. Uh, he's the partner and mining analyst at SP Angel.